Hi, this is Bill Prater. Welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today's episode is Better Selling Through Storytelling, and we'll do that in just seven minutes with John Livesey. Now, John is also known as the Pitch Whisperer. He's a sales keynote speaker where he shows up typically at a company sales uh, uh, sales meeting, and he shows sales teams how to turn mundane case studies into compelling case stories so they can win more new business. Now, from John's award-winning career at Condé Naste, he uh, shared the lessons he learned to, uh, how to turn sales teams into revenue rock stars. He's also got several TEDx talks the main one being be the lifeguard of your own life, and it has over 1 million views. Clients love working with John because he has ongoing support after his talk, which includes implementing the storytelling skills from his best-selling book and online uh, course, uh, Better Selling Through Storytelling. John, it is fantastic to have you here, my man. Great to be with you, Bill. I love the sentiment. I think I have format. some insights into this question, but question number one is, John, yeah. who's your ideal client? My ideal client is anybody who has to pitch against competitors to win new business. Could be a small law firm, a financial company, could be a big tech healthcare company, but we all have to sell ourselves all the time. But typically it's a company that has 20 or more sales teams. Uh, people on their team and they need them to start winning when they're competing against competition. And the problem is they're not telling stories. They're pushing out information. So question number two, John, is uh, all those kind of uh, various uh, clients that you deal, I, I think, I'm thinking they have a singular problem. And what can you identify the problem that exists and the one that you solve for these uh, sales managers and their teams? Sure, Bill. The biggest problem is that they believe that everybody has to get to know, like, and trust them before they buy. And so that belief causes a behavior of pushing out information. Do you know enough about me and my company now to buy? And the problem is people buy emotionally and back it up with logic. And reps are pushing out information. So that is the problem I solve, is how to figure out how to tell something that pulls you in as opposed to pushing out. So John, uh, question number three, we've got uh, business owners, we've got sales managers, we've got sales reps, we've got customer service people. They're listening to you right now. And what I'd like to hear from you, John, is what are the typical symptoms or feelings or emotions that might be going through our listeners' uh, uh, bodies right now that would signal them and to reach out and talk to you, John? Well, a lot of them say, oh, I'm just so tired of coming in second place. Or I, I wish I didn't have to feel so pushy. Or uh, this whole process is um, not feeling good. It's just, I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know what the missing link is. And that people are forgetting what I say right after I hang up. Okay. Well, that I'm sure resonates with people listening to us right now. So we're talking to people who have been paid uh, or they've been wired and programmed to solve problems all by themselves. They don't need any help. 
So what are the typical mistakes that uh, business owners, sales managers, sales reps themselves make when they try to solve this problem that you've already identified by themselves? Well, the biggest problem is they get stuck at what I call the friend zone at work where they get all excited and they tell their boss, oh, someone said they're interested. That must mean they're going to buy, right? They asked me to send them some stuff. And almost everyone I've ever talked to in any industry goes, oh, I've been there. And the problem is just because someone says they're interested doesn't mean they're ready to buy. You haven't intrigued them enough. You haven't tugged at those heartstrings to get people to open their purse strings. So there's a lot of things you and I've talked many times in the past, and I know that you've got a lot of specific tactics, methods, tools that people can use, but what's one single valuable action that each of our listeners could take, maybe even today, that would help them move the ball forward? The biggest thing you can do to improve your game, if you will, is to learn how to tell better stories, because whoever tells the best story is the one that gets the sale. I literally say now, The sale is in the tail, T-A-L-E. And if you can learn to become a better storyteller, people want to take your calls. People remember what you've said. They then become your brand ambassadors because they can repeat the story. Nobody repeats a bunch of information. So the biggest thing you can do is realize that a story needs to have an emotional hook. And when you start looking at the stories you remember or that you like and start putting yourself in a story as the Sherpa, not the hero. Your client that you've helped is the hero, not you. And once you can learn how to tell a story of someone you've helped, then other people see themselves in that story and they want to go on the journey with you. I like the way you uh, frame that. That's beautiful. Uh, A Sherpa. Excellent. Uh, So uh, question number six, John, is uh, I know that you've thought of something fantastic and free for our listeners to get their hands on. So what's the free gift you've got in mind and where would they go on one of your websites, John, to get their hands on it? The free gift is my ebook on better selling through storytelling, where I share all my top storytelling tips to help everybody become a black belt in storytelling. And the website you can go to is John Libesay, my last name, L-I-B-E-S-A-Y dot com forward slash free PDF. And you'll get it right away. Beautiful. Also, on your phone, you can text the word pitch to 66866 and type in the word pitch and you can get it that way as well if you don't like to go to URLs. Excellent. Excellent. Would, we, would you repeat that text again? Sure. Pretend like you're sending a text and the number is 66866. And then in the message, you type in the word pitch with a P. I want to make sure I'm enunciating. Beautiful. Thank you very, very much. So, John, I told you I'd ask you seven questions. I only thought of six. So Uh, what's the seventh question I should have asked you? And then what's the answer to that seventh question? Well, one of the questions could have been, is this only for big sales teams that have, you know, hundreds of salespeople? And in fact, it's not. It could just be for an individual entrepreneur or it could be for a company that's got 20 or more salespeople. Anybody who needs to learn how to tell a better story can learn how to do it. And when that happens, you go from being pushy to to being persuasive and you're no longer having to push out a bunch of information. So the good news is everyone can learn how to become a storyteller and it is the game changer in your revenue bottom line. That is absolutely and totally fantastic. I would have never thought of that question. So thanks. So look, everybody, 
In closing, we need to focus on a single fact, and that is that our businesses don't miraculously become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there from you and I, the owners and leaders, learning and then applying a proven combination of having the right mindset of a dedicated a dedication to a system of management and third leveraging high performance teams so thanks for listening john once again thanks for being here with us thanks for having me bill